Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, uh, listen, I got what I asked for. Well, you predicted a, a victory. You didn't get that. No, 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 no. I got what I asked for in terms of watching an entertaining game, something fun to watch. I got that. We scored four touchdowns. That was the most in the red we zone. scored. In, yeah, we in scored. The red zone. Hey, Wesley. We scored. Scored more than, than we have in a while. Yeah, no, I yeah, yeah. I, I said last week I just wanted it to be fun. That was the most fun I've had watching a Saints game this year in terms of well, was it fun? I don't know whether fun's the right word, but it was uh it was entertaining. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I, I never got into the oh, we're gonna come back and win this game. I told the guys around me, I was like, they're just teasing us, like this is oh, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what happened. So I don't know that I ever actually had fun because to me, we were down 21-0 to zero the entire game. Even when it got to one score at the end, like I never was getting my hopes up they were winning. Like I, I didn't uh... – so, 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 James, we uh, – I actually got – I had like three – I had three sets of tickets today. I got upgraded. I got to throw some T-shirts out pregame. That was fun. Wesley got me in the suite, and we, we sat there. And I was sitting right behind him, and we were down 21 nothing. And I looked down at Wesley, and I could just tell, like – it was interesting. Like he was, you you were deflated. You were so deflated so early on. And I haven't seen you be like that because you were one of our most positive people coming into this season. And you didn't, you didn't want to acknowledge how bad we were, even though I was ready to, but when I, when I, I was sitting right behind you and I could just tell from your body language, like you knew it's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is it. I mean, well, we're just, we're just no matter what. And I mean, we proved it is, I mean, we played an amazing second half and I mean, last three quarters, but we're not, we're not good enough enough at all. Yeah, Yeah. And, and it, and it's, there are, 
I mean, the game started off a lot with some really bad coaching decisions. I mean, Derek Carr didn't didn't play well um, at oh, first. Oh, shocker! But but then he we also like had some really bad coaching decisions and we don't have the coaching to make up for coaching to bad coaching decisions. If that makes sense. Yeah, Um, no, it does. Yeah. When, when healthy, I think we have players that can sometimes, you know, keep us in games and they did, but um, I just don't, don't, uh, I mean, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't go into this game like all excited about the game. Like I, I figured we'd lose. Um, I was actually okay with the loss because I believe it leads to for sure people being fired. Uh, we're not going to have a losing record and keep our coaching staff. So that's all. I mean, I don't really care if we make the playoffs cause we're not going to do anything. We're just going to give us a worse draft pick, which is really important to us right now. So, yep. um, what are we 12 I, at the moment? As, in the I'm, draft I'm not, order? I'm not worried about being a saints fan for only the next two years. I'm, I want to be a saints fan the rest of my life. And so I need the team. What's the long-term plan to be, you know, good? And I think the long-term plan is to fire every single person on our coaching staff. Yeah, no one survives this purge that's coming. Not one. No, this is. It's funny. It's like I wanted to. Like we were down twenty-one nothing, and it's like, dude, it's five minutes into the game. It was early five or six minutes into the game, and we're down twenty-one nothing. I'm like, this is what they need. Do you know we had the ball for over four minutes more than the Lions? We had more than we had five four four first downs than them and 15 more total yards than them. Phantom stats were awesome. Derek Carr is awesome at phantom stats. Love it. Derek Carr with 12 consecutive passes completely. Yeah, he wasn't. In the, in the in the third quarter, second and third quarter, he, he was 12 for 12. Hey, of, of all the things that went right and wrong and all that stuff in this game, I mean, like this game's different if we don't fumble in our own, whatever, 25-yard line. Yep. I mean, like, that is the difference in the game with all the other things that happened. If, if you wanted to pick one play, that's the one play that's the difference in this game. Yes. We fumbled on our 25 yard line and gave up a touchdown. Yeah. No, it is. It is. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast two-point conversion instant reaction show. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fan First Sports Network. So last week on the show, I asked for a fun team to watch. Well, I think that's what we got today. Even though the the Saints fell to a 33-28 defeat to the Lions in a game that really should have been over after the opening seven minutes as we were 21-0 down. Once again, the team looked completely unprepared in the first quarter and it cost them big time. In the third quarter, we had all the momentum. Derek Carr fumbled the ball after pulling guard James Hurst got in his way on a running play. Once again, this team can't make plays when it matters. We haven't seen this for a while, but the old Saints killer showed up today in the form of a tight end as Sam Laporta had a monster game for the Lions. And if there is anything positive we can take from today, it is once again that this team doesn't give up. It matters little, but it was the most entertaining game of the Saints season so far for me. 
I'm James and I'm your host and joining me to just discuss today's game is Wesley and Jason who were both at the game today. How are you both? I'm doing okay. I had three sets of tickets today and I left. I mean, we were uh, we had a late night last night. So we actually left at halftime because Renee was about to pass out. We actually left at halftime, but we were props uh thank you Wesley for getting us in the in the suite and um we sat there and I got to talk to a guy who was from um, another country, Austria, Australia, Europe. I don't remember specifically because I tend not to do that. But he, uh, you know, like we were talking about it and it was fun. It, we we kind of watched the game unfold and, dude, the first five minutes, like, holy shit, we're down 21 nothing, just like that. Just like that. And I'm like, dude, welcome to the old days because a lot of people are younger and they don't remember the old days. I'm like, we're in the old days. It's Welcome to the party, pal. Basically, <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. The you know, uh, it was nice being in the suite with friends. Uh, the guy was from South America, nowhere close to Australia. You know, I don't really recall. Starts with an S. So swim, swami, sl- slippy, slappy, swimming, salmon, salmon, Swanson, Swanson, Swanson. Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the. Oh yeah, it's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. And I stayed for the entire game. I did not leave at halftime. I actually had my seats upgraded today, and I got to throw. I got to. I had to go into Champion Square at ten o'clock, but I got to go on stage and I got to throw some t-shirts out. But it's funny because I wore my and I, we had a party last night, and I wasn't going to do it, but they made me a bet. So like, I have a diddly poo shirt. I went and I wore it today, but I was the season ticket holder of the game and I wore my diddly poo shirt. I was a little worried, but I'm glad I wore it because that's what happened today. But I got a lot of comments on my shirt today. A lot of people like my shirt, wonder where I got it. Jason, before we get going on the um, on the actual instant reaction, do you want to tell everybody how close you were to meeting Drew Brees today? <laughs> I, was about, I was about 15, 15 minutes away i oh, was went it 15 to, I, minutes i thought it was a lot closer. it was way le- it was way less than that no so we so we got to go down there was a little area okay. there's some kind of tent underneath we got to eat and drink and then we walked out on the field and i was out in the field we renee and i were on the field for maybe like 10 15 minutes just watching kind of the warm-ups and whatever and then you were taking pictures us... of Jason. You were taking pictures of Wesley for most of it, I think. Well, <laughs> I mean, I took, well he he took like eight pictures of me. I just got one of him. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like we were down there. We were watching like it was kind of like the punt returners and whatever, and nothing was happening. And we were down there. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's let's leave. And it's funny because like we walked back upstairs to go to our seats, and I actually ran into my dad and my nephew. So like we talked to them for 15 minutes, and that's fine. And I was like, oh yeah, that's good. Timing worked out that we actually got to see him, and then I got it picture from Wesley. It's like, oh yeah, Drew Brees is now where right where you were standing. Pretty much right like, where I was standing. The, Drew the Brees corner of the field right in front of my suite. Drew is standing there just signing autographs and taking pictures with everybody in the exact <laughs> thing. Not like 30 feet from where Jason was. In the exact <laughs> same spot where Jason was sitting. And now like now I'm, like, I'm so six, I'm so dis- seven minutes it was seven minutes earlier. I'm yeah. so disappointed because I'm like Drew <laughs> take a picture with me in my diddly poo shirt. Like please like at least he would acknowledge we're diddly poo now. Like I'm, 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 I will. Hey, the picture, the picture that I have with Drew Brees, I am wearing the Roger Goodell clown nose T-shirt. Um, I've got one with Peyton and one with Brees with me wearing the clown nose Roger Goodell shirt. So Jason, That's, have you ever met Drew before? 
No, never. You've never met Dreamfield. So <laughs> never, you're right. And never will. And never will. Believe me, it's funny. It's like, come on. Like, but I was like, I mean, we were just standing there and they, they wouldn't let us like, so we were on the one side of the they, field. They wouldn't let him run on the field at all. But they like, wouldn't, the, we, they we wouldn't tried, let him we cast just, any punts or anything. Well, but we, so. we, we, were, we were on their side and we tried to go to the other side. And they're like, no, no, your your passes are good, but they're not good enough. So we couldn't go on the other side of the field. Wait, you mean Renee like the I passes were... you throw or you mean like your field passes? I can you, throw a you good T-shirt. You, you can't go on the field. Your passes aren't good enough. Well, I that's not th- stop the Saints from putting people on the field. No. I can throw. I can throw a good T-shirt. Would you say you completed more passes pre-game than Jameis did in his stint at the end of the game? Yeah, I actually threw them to Saints fans. I made sure to not throw them to Lions fans. I was like, but you know, you know, it was funny. So we were on the stage. The band was playing, and then the band stopped, and they had the giant like T-shirt cannon, the giant like Gatling gun, and it failed. Like only two shirts went out, and it failed. Classic. It was. Saints. It was. It was classic Saints, which is funny. So so so, do you get like unofficial social media pictures for being ticket holder of the day or something? So or? I thought like because normally you have to go to your seats and they'll interview you and then you get put on the jumbotron pregame. They didn't do that today. I think they're like, hey, this guy's wearing a yeah, they saw your t-shirt. And we're like, fuck that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I, we've done that before. I think it was a Pelicans game and we got upgraded and they put us on the screen before the game. I think because they saw my shirt, they're like, we're not going to do that. I think 100% that, that was what it was. Oh, that might have got the biggest cheer of the biggest cheer of the game if people had seen that. Like I said, I got a lot of reactions to the shirt. Anyway, speaking of the biggest cheers of the game, I'm 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 going to start with our offense today. <clears throat> and Wesley, I know this winds you up and has done all season, but it really got to me today. And that is when we keep taking Taysom Hill out of the game, when he gets seven to eight yards on first down. And it was really clear for the first time that the crowd were letting the coaches know that they didn't like it either because Derek Carr was getting hideously booed whilst Taysom Hill was getting cheered every time he came onto the field. I'm going to guess that the, like in all respect to Taysom who played great today and put up some good numbers. I'm going to say that the boos were more about um, letting the saints know how the crowd felt about Derek Carr yep. more than how happy they were about T- Taysom. And again, no, no disrespect to Taysom who, um, had 13 carries for 59 yards, four and a half yards of carry, um, and uh, you know made some some huge plays. But uh, I think that the the crowd was being they were being fair to Derek Carr. They are sick of what's been been going on, and uh, I mean we we got put in such a hole early that it just uh, was impossible to come out of by the by the end. But I mean even though a valiant effort, well, I, I, it was especially true when. The Lions scored on the first drive, and then we got the ball back. And then on the first play, we threw it, and it got tipped, and it was picked. Like that was like okay, yeah, it's like well, we were. It was interesting. I was. It was so crazy because they did the player introductions. I was like, there, there's no way they're going to do the offense, right? They announced the offense coming out of the tunnel, and Carr didn't get as many boos as I thought, but he didn't get any cheers. Like there were a lot of people get cheered. It was more the lack of cheers than the amount of booze. It was apathy then. Yeah. Well, we and and it's crazy because they announced Taysom Hill and then they announced Kamara. Those were the two loudest cheers on offense, and people cheered loudly. And when Carr came out, it wasn't as many boos, but it was just it was kind of like nothing. It was interesting. I, the crowd was 
awesome today, which is wild because there were there were probably like twenty or thirty thousand Lions fans. There were so many Lions run. fans at the game. So many, really Lions that fans. many? Yeah, yeah, there were so and, many. And the, and the blue really sticks out, so you can like tell where where they are. But there was all over the entire dome. It was a ton of mm-hmm. of Lions fans, and and they were loud. I mean, they represented quite well for the, the noise that they were making and all. Then um, I thought the Saints fans. I mean represented quite well booing Derek Carr because I mean Alvin Kamara is like waving the crowd down trying to get him to be quiet instead of booing it he did it like two or three times I'm like it's crazy because I know Alvin wants to do that but Alvin knows like Alvin was with us he just he had to do it and then the I mean and then at the end of the game the crowd was cheering really loud um but it's uh I mean we talk about like coaching decisions and like I've been talking a lot about I think that our organization as a whole and specifically coaches i think that we're we make a lot of emotional decisions based on feelings versus who's the best person to play right now at this time um i think that's proven by last year when andy dalton started over Jameis winston after Jameis got healthy and that was because da and Jameis had a incident where they got into it and da almost cutting but instead da just basically benched him as the emergency quarterback we all know that, I mean, as many Jameis, the problems that Jameis has, he's better than Andy Dalton about giving us a chance to win those games. And then now we have this weird situation where I think we've heard that the team was a little upset with Jimmy Graham for his um, his THC overdose or whatever he did in California in the preseason. But here we are for seven weeks not playing him, trying to throw passes to Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau, who... I, has got to be really close to leading the team in penalties because um, he's holding on every single time he's asked the ball block. And then and Jimmy catches a touchdown. And listen, I'm not saying that Jimmy Graham needs to be getting 80 snaps a game or anything, but in the red zone where we clearly have an issue and have, have had an issue for years now, not weeks, years, like Jimmy Graham's it should be two in there. Catches. And, and today, today Graham, he ran two a, catches, two touchdowns. Today, he actually also ran a great route beyond just – he didn't catch it because he was six seven and bigger than somebody. He ran a, no, no, great, a great route yep. and got wide open, but it but caught the ball. And, I mean, I, there's at least one incident this year where we would have had – we would have tied a game and gone into overtime if Jimmy Graham is the t- tight end instead of Foster Moreau, at, le- yes. at least once. And so, um, again, just questioning coaching decisions that we're making calls based on – if we're mad at somebody or we're pissed off from something three months ago, we're trying to win football games and way too many people spend way too much money on all this to, you know, let your feelings and emotions uh, affect who you're playing and why you're playing them. You shouldn't and if you're coach not going to play the grudge. people who give us the best chance to win, you shouldn't be there. Yeah. You shouldn't coach on a grudge or coach because of a grudge. You, you know, it your job is to, your job is to make the team win. It's, and it... if, Playing somebody who you've had an argument with is the best way to win. Then fucking play them. Just it's play kind them. of interesting Don't... because Sean used to do that too, but Sean was a proven winner. Dennis Allen is a proven loser now. That's kind of the unfortunate. Yeah, scene. I mean, whilst whilst we're talking about coaching decisions, and I know it probably didn't really affect the outcome of the game, but the first play we called when Jameis was in at quarterback, we were on second and one. And we ran an end around with Lynn Bowden, who from his kick returns has shown that he's really not very quick. 
heaven forbid we just run Taysom Hill and get him four yards. And- but, yeah, yeah, but, but I, James, I knew- but James, he's short and he looks fast. <laughs> and, hey, and and honestly, at this t- point, if John Trey Kirkland isn't uh, isn't elevated to be our punt returner next week, like what the hell are we doing? Because I'm sorry, Lynn Bowden had three of the worst punt returns, and I yeah. I'm not talking about the distance of yards of just not being able to make a decision, not being able to get anywhere. He starts looking like he's going to go somewhere, and then he stops and fumbles around. And I mean, In fairness. Lynn Bowden Jr. does not want to be back there. He shouldn't to be back there. I don't think it's his fault. He's not equipped for that. But In like, fairness, we, we can't he, notice that we're crazy. He's, 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 yeah. he's used to practicing against a subpar punter. So, you know, <laughs> when he has to play against a real punter, yeah. he gets exposed. But there was one of the punts where he watched it go up. He looked to where the crowd, where the people were. He looked up and had to like sprint back because the ball was five yards over his head. That la- the last one that he that he caught. Um, I mean, but it's funny. I was I was wondering that in practice, he's never seen a punt go that far. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it it is kind of amazing that the Saints kept it close. I mean, it was a five point game. It's crazy because in the first six minutes, it was twenty one nothing, and like, oh god, this may be like a fifty to ten game. Like it really looked like that's where it was going to go, and you know, the Lions. Where the I mean, like Jared Goff is not a great quarterback. They're going to be limited by him. But again, it's like God. I really thought we were going to be just destroyed. That's why, like, we was like, yeah, like I'm out, man. Like I can't, I, but- I can't stick around because I know we're not going to come back. We may fight. The good thing is, like, team came back. Team fought. The players, the players had pride. The problem is, the players can only do so much. Like you need coaching matters. Like you need, you need good coaching. The players can play hard and they can fight and they can want to come back. And we were right there and then we just couldn't do it. And it's just, it's only like, it's tough stuff, man. So we were talking about tight ends before. So the tight end that we all thought was primed for a breakout season this year, before the season started was Juwan Johnson. Three times today, the ball hit him in the hands and he dropped it three times. I think he's been terrible this year, but this is, I mean, you can't, I don't know, like, I don't fault the organization for for trusting him because, look, it's one of these, you know, a young up-and-coming tight end. It's like, yeah, he he has all the possibility. The problem is he doesn't make plays because our coaching stinks. Like, at the end of the day, it goes back to coaching. Like, <laughs> yes, players have to make plays. But if you have a good coach, the the tendency is players will make plays. And we don't make plays. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Tough. Um, tough, I, I don't know whether either of you noticed it from um, from the stands. You probably did. I'm going to check it with you now. Third down, third and long situations for our defense. Cam Jordan was taken out, and Zach oh. Bourne was rushing. Zach from... Bourne had. I know he had a sack today. Yeah, it was a very good sack as well. He yeah, absolutely. That was a great sack, yeah. And even the commentary team picked up on how good it was. But I thought it was interesting that Cam Jordan was being taken off the field on third and long. And it was Zach Bourne that was uh, was taking his place, actually doing the job that we should have signed him to do, which was rush the passer. They'll, they'll, they'll tell you it's injury related, but Yeah, I mean I think I think the Cam stuff is I mean, he, he isn't hundred percent, isn't so they wanted to decide. Like he's gonna hold up against the run better than Zach Bond will over yep. there, and we just don't we just don't have backup players. No, no, no. But I just thought it was interesting that um, they were actually giving Zach Bourne a go as a pure pass rusher because that hasn't happened much in the three years he's been with us up until I, now. Even though, even though I thought it was super. 
I thought it was really interesting that Nifa Sul played like a NFL Pro Bowl player mm. and even had led the team with two tackles for a loss, which nobody else had. Um, but eight, eight ta- led the team in tackles, eight tackles, and two two of them for a loss. Um, he looked great out there, um, which I know we've we've always seen him play great in preseason. I know he's yep. had injury problems, but my goodness, he looked incredible out there um, next to Demario. He, he he was he was great today, yeah. Yeah, you didn't um, really. Also, you didn't really notice that Pete Werner wasn't there, and I think that's probably the best thing you can say about yeah. Saul's performance. So, I, I definitely feel like like Alante Taylor, Alante Taylor had a rough game today. That was that was my next one. This is uh, yeah. Alante Taylor, super athletic, may figure out how to be a finesse football player and be good at covering people as they run down the field. Um, but he's not a smart football player. He's not physical. Um, he acts, he has the attitude of somebody that's physical, but doesn't have the play of it. He's and got a good RAS score. Tied, he's got a good RAS score. Tied to that is uh, um, Paulson and Debo is an incredible football player. And yeah, it's, uh, good. it's, it's, I'll just, it's, it was crazy to me back then. It's really crazy to me now that there was this competition, quote unquote, between Adebo and Taylor, and that people were shocked when Taylor was moved inside um, and lost the position to Adebo, who's well, clearly better. Well, what, what's interesting now too, it's like it's, it was probably, and we we said it at the time, terrible idea to get rid of. Oh yeah, Roby. Like terrible idea to just cut him. Terrible idea to just cut Roby. Obviously, we weren't expecting a lot of more injury, but. He's such a quality guy. Like you don't ever get rid of quality football players, and we just cut a quality football player for no reason. There must have been something behind the scenes. Maybe him and Dennis Allen didn't get along, but there's there was no reason to to, to just cut Roby. No reason. And was it not money? Well, get get some mind cutting checks. It can't be about the money. We were under the cap. We were even with him. We were under the cap. We weren't signing anybody to take us over the cap. We were fine. It can't be because we didn't want to pay him. Gail's known to cut checks. Now, she cuts checks based on what her advisors tell her. Now, maybe that's not the smartest thing, but she'll cut the checks. So it's not about that. Like That's why when it happened, like it made no sense to just cut him. There was no reason to just cut him. So something must have happened. He pissed Dennis Allen off. Maybe he slept with his wife. I don't know. There had to be something. It just doesn't make sense. I would say it doesn't make sense, but Dennis Allen is a loser, so maybe it makes sense. Oh man, here we are, five and seven, boy. This is what five. This is what five and seven looks like, playing the easiest schedule in the history of the NFL. The easiest schedule in the history of the NFL, and we're two games under five hundred. Mind-boggling, isn't it? Did you just say mind-boggling? Yeah, mind-boggling. You know, when things are so crazy, it gets your thoughts all trapped like in a bottle. Did, did, did the Falcons win today? They did. They ended uh, up winning. They, they, they did win. Right, okay. okay. They ended up winning. So now That's right. It's Carolina have... next week, Jason. We should win that game. I'm going. We have to. We, we're we're going to be Carolina. Like, we're going to be Carolina, right? I don't know if Derek Carr is going to play. He's now concussed for a second or third time. I mean, I think Jameis is going to play. And there was one thing I was so they, excited when Jameis came in. Jameis threw some bad passes. Like, we really should have won the game. One, every single one of his passes was bad. 
they were even the good. completion to Olave was terrible. His yeah, his first pass was a beautiful. He hit Alvin Kamara right in both hands. I'm sure Kamara thought it was weird because normally when he does those little turnaround, he's got to dive two or three yards to one side or the other when the car throws it. No, there was one beautiful pass from Jameis. Oh, first yeah, one. there was. But I mean, the completion to Alave should have been intercepted apart from the fact that the Lions defender decided to get in the way. Then there was Alave was wide open in the middle of the field and he missed him. And then he was just ever so slightly late on the play after that, which was the, the when he was Alave was cutting back in. Um, Do you on think the he's been watching too much car? <laughs> like, I don't know. Those those were awful passes, and it's crazy. Like he he had the opportunity to win the game. I really thought Jameis was going to yeah. come in and win the game. He threw bad passes. Um, I mean, he's there happened. was. I mean, I mean, Wesley. We tend to talk about this every week, but underthrown passes today. Yep. There were two to Chris Olave, one completed and one not. There was one by Taysom, which if he'd have just thrown it five oh. yards further. Five yards, yards further. So or just... what? Actually, the thing he did wrong the most was he should have thrown it three seconds earlier. Yeah, he saw it and then just started pat patting the ball. He just needed to throw it earlier and then it was fine. But yeah. I mean, regardless, or two yards further. Because because the Lions had bitten on the on the run again, and it was, it was, was a perfect play call, just terrible execution. Yeah. And and then the Derek Carr one that Alave did actually turn into a really good catch down by his feet in the pylon. That was that must have been right in front of where you were. It was. Yeah. Um but yeah, under underthrown passes again. It's just yeah, there's there's a theme we just can't seem to make plays when it when it matters. And <laughs> teams find a way to get things done and sadly yep. we're just not one of those now there's an incident during the game that i don't know whether you picked up on or saw one of the sideline crew yeah got did he you, got his did, leg broken did you so have you seen the pictures no yikes his legs point the wrong way yeah i figured there's a reason I mean, that i have still I, never watched the jabari Greer injury I mean, I at some at, at some point, like they don't need to have sixty five and seventy year old guys down there in the way of where really big football players are running and not going to be able to slow down. Right. It also reminds me of the time I saw the sixty year old man slide down one of those things, and he was going so fast his bathing suit fell off, and I just stood there and stared at his big, beautiful, hairy balls flopping around. Holy jeez, I wanted to lick them. <laughs> I hate you guys! You tricked me into saying that! You better not tell anybody! That sucks, but you're asking for that to happen. They need full-time referees that are our age. It's crazy. A a $10 billion industry has part-time referees. It's ridiculous. It it wasn't even a referee. Does the game even need people holding up a stick and chain anymore? (laughs) Kind of doesn't, does it? All they have to do is put a chip in the football. That's all they have to do. That's all you have to do. Fucking Goodell, man. The NFL is like, yeah, we're a $10 billion industry. We're going to use sticks and chains and have a bunch of 70-year-old dudes, part-time employees, just hang out. It's 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 the craziest thing. And we're just like, yeah, that's fine. So so when the, the games are in the UK, when I was playing American football, I could have applied to have been 
somebody who was stood on the sideline holding the stick and chain because I played, I could have applied to do it. What were you doing? Why did you not do that? Well, because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't to... It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> yes, I don't want my leg broken. I don't want my leg broken. <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're a tall guy. You got strong legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Has anybody got any final thoughts? Dennis Allen's already saying the the stuff of that uh, he's you know that you know we've just got to keep chopping wood and we're eventually going to win one of these one one uh, score games. Um, this has to, I mean, be just uh, this. We can't look at this as oh well, you know they're a first place team and they're nine and three and we only lost by one by one score. Like that's just not what happened in this game. Like we were nope. dominated in this game and sure while they let off the gas a little bit. We we made some plays towards the end, but it wasn't. Uh, there's got to be huge changes, and um, I don't I don't believe this is a franchise that's going to fire any coaches mid season. Um, any coaches, um, so I think that we've got five more games um, before any of that's done. But I I just uh, I think this has to. You have to watch the the start of this game and realize that our team wasn't prepared. Nope. Which I've been talking about for two years. We don't look prepared for the first quarter of games. Um, and uh, there's got to be massive changes. And you know what? There was a coach that was here for the Lions named Ben Johnson that it would be great if we could just keep him in town, not let him go anywhere. He's going to be an incredible coach one day. Yeah, he, but the problem is he, he's going to be like the number one target for, for sure. Washington or whoever. Like, uh, you know, There's going to be like seven or eight openings. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on the bottom of the list. We're going to have to, we're going to have to take a chance on a young guy. That's the only yeah. way reason. That's the only way we're going to get a good guy. As annoying as it was at the time, the play call for Jameson Williams touchdown on the double. Oh yeah. Was, that God. was an unbelievable play. What a time, <laughs> it's what funny. A time he, to call he, it. Like he came around the end. I'm like, Oh, Holy shit. Like he's yeah. That's this is, the second you saw it. I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. It's a touchdown. That's right. Jason, your final thought, man. I'm disappointed that I didn't have my final thought last week be Tiger Week because this week was Tiger Week. And, you know, he didn't win the tournament, but he walked a lot of holes. His leg appears to be okay. He's so going to play. So you're celebrating Tiger Woods for walking now? Yes. Okay. At this point, yes. Okay. I, I much more than what that side judge is ever going to do again. <laughs> yeah. hey. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is that why you were here? But uh, James, do you have any final thoughts? I, I I just asked for fun, and I actually, as as annoying as the first seven minutes were, I enjoyed watching that because it was they were we scored points. You know, the defense turned up, made some stops. You know, we went four for four in the red zone, which has been our best performance of the season. I mean, a lot of that was was running the ball. But yeah, just it was it was fun to watch. And, and, and last week wasn't fun. This week was fun. It was an interesting crowd um, watching it because we were down twenty-one nothing, and the crowd was out of it and actively booing. When Derek Carr went in, we booed him. When Taysom Hill went in, we cheered. When he came out, we booed. But then the Saints came back, and the crowd was into it. So the crowd wants to to be in. The crowd wants to cheer for the team. But it, it it was a fun it was a fun crowd game. This is one of the most fun crowd games I've seen in a while. It, I enjoyed it. It, it was it was actually fun with the crowd like 
cheering when Taysom would come in and then booing two plays later when Derek or, or one play later when Carr would come in. Like it was it was funny um, until he looked like he got murdered. And and honestly, like just a big picture too, like I'm not saying we should have won this game ever, um, but if you won the last two weeks against the Vikings and Falcons, who we should have beaten, and then you go into this game and even the way that it happened, even if you, you give up 21 and you fight back and you just go, well, they're a better team, but man, we, we really made them work for it. That works when you come out of this with still a, a winning record, still in first place, and you're beating, you know, you're on a, uh, that would be a four-game win streak of Colts, Bears, Vikings, and Falcons against four terrible teams, but you're beating who you're supposed to beat. Yep. And, and instead, like, you can't, you can't look at the positive spin of this loss today by how we fought back um, because this whole season we haven't fought back. So who cares that we decided to play hard football for two and a half quarters when, I mean, we've the last two weeks we've just been garbage. We were, we were like Florida State. Except Florida, except Florida State got fucked. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure whether you wanted to talk about that. Now we'll save that until uh, until we record the no, big show on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah but... you should probably save it for the big show. It'll be fine. There's going to be so much discourse. Nope. There is. There is. Right, that's all the show we have for you this week. So thank you for listening. You can listen to the Don't Patrol podcast wherever you get your podcast from. You can follow us on Twitter at Don't Patrol PCAST and at Don't Patrol UK. And if you want to join the game day Discord chat, hit us up for an invite and we will send you that link. Say bye bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, T-shirt-throwing donkeys. Goodbye at halftime, donkeys. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one, with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.